Welcome to the Dayton Women in the Word podcast. We have a heart for you, sister, and a God-sized vision that you become a mighty, awe-filled woman of God who knows, believes, and shares God's Word in your areas of influence. And so we fervently pray Colossians 3, 16 through 17 over you. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Welcome back to the Dayton Women in the Word podcast. Say that 10 times fast. I do every day. <laughs> we are back with Natalie Her, and my name is Jillian Vincent, and we just welcome you back to the podcast if you're listening, and welcome back to you, Natalie. Thank you. We started out this season with you. Yeah. Hey, what a season it's been. I know. This has been our transformed season. This is our wrap-up episode, and... You know, it was just awesome on the way over here. Natalie and I were talking about all the different things God did with this season, and that's what we're going to do here on the podcast today. So I'm just going to open up and ask Natalie, what are some of the um, big themes that jumped out to you that we talked about on this season? I think the main one for me um, is through listening to all of the women who shared that it wasn't that God transformed the circumstances mm. in their lives. They didn't talk about, um, I was in this season and then I read this passage and then God changed my situation. I didn't hear really any of that. What mm. I heard was women saying, you know, this is the season that I was in, whatever, if that was a good season, bad season, whatever, in their opinion, but God met me there. God spoke to me through this passage and God mm-hmm. changed my heart and my perspective on my situation, my circumstances. He didn't necessarily change what was happening in my life, but he changed me. Hmm. And that was a theme that just ran throughout all of these women's stories. Hmm. And that really ministered to me um, and just spoke to to God's goodness and his faithfulness to transform us, change hmm. us sanctify us, um, make us more like himself. And that that's, you know, that's what he cares about. And that when we're seeking him, you know, the circumstances get smaller and smaller in Mm. importance when we have him, Mm -hmm. when we spend time with him, we can put in perspective. Yeah. Like what's going on in my life is actually not that important Mm. compared to my relationship with the Lord. Mm. And so, um, I really think every time I listened, that truth and that perspective just washed over me. Like, yeah, that's true. Whatever's happening in my life right now, God is better. Jesus is better. Yeah. And he's going to meet me where I am. And it's not the outcome that we're looking for. We're not looking for transformed outcomes. That is not what right. this season was about. Right. It wasn't like, listen to these stories of, you know, how God changed 
all of the circumstances and I got right. everything that I wanted and and now my life is great. In fact, yeah. I think a lot of the women who were interviewed like they wouldn't say that necessarily about right. their their circumstances, but they would say the Lord has been good to me and yeah. I'm just going to proclaim that. And so yeah, I was super blessed by that listening to that every week hearing somebody proclaim that truth because our world does not proclaim that truth. It says right. like we need some evidence of change yeah. in our lives and our circumstances to know God is real. Mm-hmm. You know, we need him to answer this specific prayer in this specific way to, to be able to trust him. Right. These women all were just saying, hey, I learned to trust God no matter what. And this yeah. is what he taught me about himself. And so that's yeah. what I really loved. Yeah. And and throughout their lives, too, some of these women, um, re, you know, were recalling verses that impacted them years ago, but then they would, you know, come back to that and it would impact them in their everyday life today and just recalling, bringing those to mind. And so there was no, there was no season that people weren't changed by God's word. And that's what, like when God's word, when he says, my word is living and active, Mm -hmm. sharper than any double-edged sword, that's what it means. Like we're living and the word is living. And mm-hmm. so it lives with us in our lives, like yeah. right here, right now. And it can transform you every time you open the word of God. Yeah. I it, think that is part of not just this season, but our whole podcast. Yeah. That is the awesome thing is that we could do this forever, even with the same person. Yeah. We could do this forever and it would be different. <laughs> every different day. Yeah, yeah exactly. And because God's word is is alive and and changing us we we there's always something to say yeah. that he's doing always something to say that he's at work in yeah. um so yeah i i will never tire of hearing yeah. the stories of regular women just like me yeah who God is working in. And just thinking about our guests, I mean, we had women from all walks of life, mm-hmm. you know, um, different um, ethnicity. We had different um, just background, those who had been walking with the Lord for a long time, mm-hmm. those who hadn't. And, you know, it just felt like testimony after testimony to me of this, that, that God's word transforms lives. And, you know, the main passage for this season was Romans 12. One and two says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So what is being transformed, like, you know, Natalie said, is not what is um, outside of us, but our minds that we are renewing by God's word. Um, and the questions we asked were, how did it transform you in some way or your view of God? But what I found was a huge theme was that it transformed our relationships mm-hmm. as well because it transformed how we thought about yeah. our relationships. The renewal of our minds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We can't – relationships don't change unless we change the way we think yeah. about each other. Yeah. I think the whole season has been like a double transformation because not only are we just hearing the transformation of other women, we are being transformed and our minds are being renewed yes. by the by the, the scriptures that they shared. Yeah. So it's like a bonus transformation, like building <laughs> and building on top of yeah. each other, you know? Yeah. A lot of testimonies about, you know, how – 
for instance, with Quan's episode, how uh, it changed her relationship with her son, mm-hmm. with, you know, or there was Christina's episode where she talked about uh, how it transformed her relationship with her community, whether mm-hmm. that was like church or a, a different community. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it. Mindy talked about how it gave her more grace for people because it, she saw how everyone is born into sin. Mm-hmm. And so like not to expect from someone in darkness that light would come from them. And I thought that was really poignant as well. And so it doesn't, it, what is important I think to point out is it doesn't change the other person Mm -hmm. in that relationship. So the relationship you have doesn't change because you're reading the Bible. It changes you. And so that aspect of your part of the relationship changes. And so you can have more grace and not hold grudges like Quan said, or you can, um, you know, JY talked about, um, just shifting through anger in her relationships and, and working through, um, and working through that. So I think that was really powerful for me to, um, witness throughout each of the different guests, how Mm. it changed their relationships. So, yeah. How has God changed your relationships, Natalie, based on his word? Oh man, Jill, how much time do we have? Uh, I mean, that's that's a constant thing that's happening yeah. all the time. The renewing of my mind every day, mm. remembering what's true, speaking what's true to myself when mm. I'm in relationship with my husband, with my kids, with my community. Oh, yeah. Jewel talked you. about. Yeah. <laughs> every darn day. But Jewel <laughs> talked about um, her relationship with her husband, yeah. too, how that changed. We didn't bring that up. But your relationship, for sure, with your spouse changes because that's probably the closest one yeah. uh, to you. And so God's going to work there. Yeah. you. I need the Lord to renew my mind and yeah. to change what I'm thinking because my fleshly reactions are not, <laughs> not great. Like, yeah. I think we all know, like, that first thing that rises up in us mm-hmm. sometimes comes out. Yeah. But with the help of the Lord and the power of the Holy Spirit, we can pause mm-hmm. and not allow, not allow those things to come out. But that doesn't just happen on its own. You don't just wake up one day and you're like, well, I'm feeling just so especially peaceful and kind <laughs> and tolerant and self-disciplined and I mean, speak for yourself, Natalie, because that's... Well, I'm no, moving I'm in with kidding. you. <laughs> <laughs> but really, no. like... That doesn't happen for anybody without the power of the Holy Spirit. We can't just wake up on our own strength and think like we can't renew our our own minds. The Spirit has to do that in us. And so he says that 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 the word is is how we do that. Um, So we we go to it and then we we ask God to let it abide in us and we abide in it. And it's this relationship there that we meet the Lord Mm -hmm. Um, through his word, we hear from him there. And then that's putting new information, true information into our minds. Yeah. And then that makes me say like, stop and say like, okay, how, if I'm going to respond to my husband right now, like what's true of him and what's true of me and what's true of this situation first before I decide what I'm going to say. But if I'm not spending time remembering what the truth is, I'm sure going to forget and I'm sure going to give a response that 
I'm not proud of and that yeah. doesn't honor the Lord. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that there's not forgiveness there for me and new grace and yeah. mercy for me every day. But I know from reading the word that doing that, spending the time there is what is going to keep that truth fresh in yeah. my mind yeah and keep renewing it every day that's why we got it's not like a I can't do it just like once a week or yeah. once a month or just at church on Sunday I've got to I've got to be there all the time for my own personal um like truth yeah what's the word I'm looking for like um it's like Shift. putting on yeah like yeah. glasses yeah mm-hmm. and being able to see the that relationships the people right. in my life with truth glasses like yeah. what does God think about this person yeah, through more through God's perspective instead yeah. of your own mm-hmm. I think about how just meditating on the fact that that God is our wonderful counselor like he's mm-hmm. the best counselor there is and so especially I I got on that thought pattern through thinking about marriage and how mm-hmm. it transforms our marriage but it's really counselor through every aspect of your life and one of the things we had to learn in in school to be a counselor, um, that's my background, is to ask good questions that get to the heart of things because um, that might make people think about things a little bit different. And so God is outside of like – outside of us so he can see things from a different perspective but the cool thing is is he's also inside of us mm. so he has the benefit that's why he's such a wonderful counselor because he can see both of those uh he can see everything in its perfect truth right yeah. and not in the ways that we are trying to shift it this morning i was reading jonah which you know if you are reading a book that you have like you kind of have this bias because you have heard it in Sunday school a lot and mm-hmm. seen it, you know, just the basics. But when you actually like read through the word, something really sticks out at you because you haven't actually read it straight from his yeah. word. And today I was just really impacted by the fact that Jonah was angry. So after he, you know, we know the part about him getting mm-hmm. swallowed and, oh, and running away. Yes. I know. <laughs> so he gets to this tree and he is mad. And he's like not enjoying these people's repentance. Mm-hmm. He wants to see them. He wants to see the judgment of God on them. And God has shown them mercy. And um, God, instead of giving him a lecture, he just asks this question. He asks, the, and the Lord said in chapter 4, verse 4, do you do well to be angry? And like that mm. is so convicting. I should and, put like, that on my wall. Get <laughs> it just gets to his heart, the heart of the problem, right away, just by asking a question. And that, um, you know, when you talked about your your transformation passage at the very beginning of this um, season, you know, it there God asks a question there too. He asks like, "Where are you?" Mm-hmm. You know, like. Um, the word's always asking us questions. Yeah. And like, I don't know if he, I have to go back and look and see, like, does he ask, like, why are you hiding or something? Um, I feel like there was another question there, but maybe I'm imagining it that um, God asks us questions. You know, he's, he is, um, I think he, that's part of his pursuit of us. Yeah. You yeah. Know? He's asking us to consider things. He's yes. asking, he's, Saying, think on these things. Yeah. Um, the word is is always presenting us opportunities to think 
about how we would answer or how we mm-hmm. would respond. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I definitely have been Jonah. Yeah. In that absolutely, scenario. absolutely, and so I think that pre- the the process is like this. Uh, the word is how is one of the ways, the biggest way I would argue how God talks to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you go to the word, and it's you, we ask questions of it, but it is also asking questions of us yeah. because it's God's word, and so mm-hmm. God is asking questions of us through His word. So this question is directed at Jonah, but it is also directed at me. Yeah. And so I can look at His word and say, like God is. That's the communication part. When you have been in the Word for a while, you realize that it is you, like Christina said in a team journal a long time ago, it is working on you. Like Mm -hmm. we think about us dwelling richly, but it is doing the action upon Mm -hmm. our heart. And so I think just receiving that and, you know, Kelly talked about, abiding in John 15 and what that means, you know, abiding with the God and and him bearing fruit through us. It has to be Mm -hmm. him doing the action. So we come to the word to allow it to ask questions of us. Mm -hmm. We come to the word to allow it to transform us. Mm -hmm. And it's like a a submission to the Lord to say like, your will is better than my will. And so I know this is the way that you change me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So loving of him to do, to give us like an inexhaustible resource and inexhaustible communication from him. Um, It's like having a million voicemails from God (laughs) (laughs) and you're just forever trying to listen through them every day to get, to understand more about Mm -hmm. who he is and to, to communicate with him. And, um, but the cool thing is it's not, like a voicemail because it's not one-sided message from him Hmm. it's a relationship and we get to call him back whenever Hmm. we want to exactly you know and talk to him and um I think one of the other things you know you guys talked a lot this season about God's character you know what did you learn about God how did your view of God transform and I think you know God's love was something huge that came up um yeah like Megan Edlin's Mm -hmm. uh episode about the relentless love of yeah. God. And Katie too talked about um, God's love in, in Hosea. And I think just his character traits, that's one of the, the biggest areas he transforms us in because he just wants us to get to know him more and more mm-hmm. and remind us like, this is who I really am. This mm-hmm. is who I really am. I'm not the caricature that you're thinking of right yes. now. I'm not, I'm not this, I'm this. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are, that's a constant thing refocus that we need Hmm. to have and we could see throughout the season women meeting God in his word and going like oh that's what he's really like Hmm. because when we look there and we say if this is the same God in the Bible that is my God today Mm -hmm. he did that for that person or Mm -hmm. for the Israelites or for whoever like he can do that for me yes he might not but he can he's able and he's good in that way and if he doesn't do, do that for me there must be another good loving purpose that he has for me because I see his, if he can't change, then his character is going to be the same Mm -hmm. and consistent. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to be that God to me too. So, and that's very personal to everyone, how, how that plays out in our life and circumstances. Mm -hmm. But the thing that doesn't change is, is God. And that's how we can handle circumstances is knowing that behind 
everything that's happening is as somebody who loves us, yeah. you know, better than we can even understand. Yes. And I would say, like, if you are at a point where you are not feeling, like, transformed by his word for whatever reason, like, this is – this whole uh, – uh, this whole uh, series is – just evidence of the importance of the community that Mm -hmm. God gives us to be as a church. And so like this season doesn't have to end with the Dayton women in the word season ending. Like I think it should be encouragement and like just make zeal for you in your heart to go ask uh, other sisters in Christ, what God is doing for them in their yeah. life and is through his word, you know, how he is changing them through his word, because those testimonies are so beautiful and real and powerful. And maybe it is that he wants to speak his word through someone else to you to, so that you can see his word differently. Yeah. yeah. I just pray, hope that there's nobody out there that's like, man, I wish like God would do that for me, man. I wish I was as spiritual as these women on this podcast, man. I wish that I like got that much out of the word. There is not something that you can come to the Bible with and do or be good enough or like try to muster up and be better, a better reader, a better Mm -hmm. like understand like we can't the power doesn't lie within us right so with all these women it's not because they were so good at reading and interpreting God's word and getting it that's not where the power was the power is with God Mm -hmm. and so anyone anyone who (laughs) can read can open up the Bible and and God can work there and will work there so we I want to remind us reminding myself that to our feelings about whether or not God is working are not the way that we decide whether or not he's working. Yeah, right. He right. tells us he's working, so we decide how much we're going to believe him. Yeah. Whether, you know, we're, we, we can't be perfect at believing and trusting God, but yeah. he's the one who does the work. Yeah. And the more that we trust him with that and the more that we lay down our own, you know, striving to be a good Bible studier or even just striving to hear him or striving to, um, you know, interpret things correctly. Like if we lay that all down before him and say like, Hey, I'm just here to meet with you. And, um, will will you help me? Yeah. Cause I, I don't feel like I hear you. I don't feel like I'm good at this. I don't understand these words, all that stuff. Like there's, there's nothing special about, well, the women that well, <laughs> there are very we special think, things about the women that the have world been on the of podcast. Them. <laughs> you know, that's not what I mean. Um, but I mean, there's nothing that they have that is not available yeah. to all of right. us. Right? It says in God's Tenfold. word that we have everything we need for life and godliness. Yeah. And um, you know, I think what, seeing um, just evidence too in Hosea of there is like. And in Romans eight, we talked about both of those, Mm -hmm. those situations, like there, nothing can separate us from the love of God. And that's what makes you a conqueror. And, you know, he is absolutely going to keep pursuing you and you just open your heart and be willing Mm -hmm. for him to do his work inside of you. And the word we talked, we said we didn't hit revelation, but I'm thinking about (laughs) it right now. The word is an invitation. Yeah. 
the revelation says the spirit and the bride say, come, come yeah. to him. He wants us to come to him and he will continue to call us to himself, call us to his word. So um, if you're in that place right now, if you're in a season where the word feels dry and you feel distant from the Lord, um, we're praying for you. We will shut off these microphones and we'll pray for you after we're, we're done with this recording today because we want you to experience the love of God and we believe that Mm-hmm. He is available to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing that you know will keep him from pursuing us. Mm-hmm. It's like we can't. He's all powerful. There's yeah. nothing we can do to stop him from coming to get us. And he, his love is coming to get us. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Hosea yep. because that's coming up next. Yes. And Natalie and I have been in Hosea for a while now, and. It's doing some work on our hearts. I'll tell you. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Jill, um, we are moving in. This this is our, our wrap up, like you said, of this season. And so in the summer, if you've been listening for a while, you'll know we did this last summer as well. We share some of the teaching recordings here on the podcast for our summer study. Mm-hmm. So this year we're studying Hosea, which you probably know if you follow us on social media or anywhere else. And Natalie's teachings will be up on the podcast. They will. Yes. And Jill's teachings will be up on the website. Um, yeah. So we didn't want to bombard you with double double episodes or our podcast team with double work. <laughs> <laughs> because we love them and we don't want them to ever It's not 100% us. selfless. It's, <laughs> it's for our sustainment as well. Yeah. So but, that's a, that's eight weeks in June and July. So you'll um, – you'll, if you – follow along with us um it'll be eight weeks through Hosea and we actually have some resources for you if you want to study with us uh, from home we have a an at-home companion guide yeah that you can use for personal study or that you can actually do with a group yeah um wherever you are so if you're listening we don't know where you guys are listening but if you're listening outside of Dayton you can grab a group of women study together all the discussion questions are there you really don't you don't have to create anything on your own. It's all there for yeah. you. And I, and invite women to do it with you. Like we mm-hmm. are um, bursting at the seams, which just shows us that women want to be in God's word mm-hmm. and want to experience it. And just that if you, you know, see that need and feel led to just invite a couple women over to um, go through it and you don't have to teach. You could listen to our teachings, but Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons why we created collective because we are just seeing like, we want this to be happening in churches in Dayton and and elsewhere that women are studying the Bible together. And so our summer study is kind of like a template that you can, you can copy in your own Mm -hmm. setting in your areas of influence. So like, you know, I, we're, you know, bending over backwards to try to get as many women we can to, to get in our classes, to experience, to experience it. But we really want you to, you know, if you, um, are seeing that same need to turn around and and you can do it, you can do it. Yeah. We've got some friends who are going to do FaceTime groups together who are going to study, even though they're not even all in the same place. They're doing it over Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are tons of ways that you can do yeah. this together, even with one other person. Yeah. Um, it's, we always say, better together. 
Yes, we are better together. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have any questions about how to go about doing that, or even if you just want us to pray for you, if you have um, a specific situation, um, we'd love to pray for you. Come alongside you, help you in any way that we can. Yeah. um, This has been since probably last fall that we, um, that the Lord kind of called us to Hosea. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it was pretty pretty clear from him we didn't have much discussion about it yeah was like I think we should do and there's been like confirmation let's all do it confirmation from many many women and so I wouldn't be surprised if God has put Jose on your heart you who are is listening as well and we are so excited for this summer and you know you don't have to wait go ahead and open up your Bible Mm -hmm. and read Hosea right now so for anybody who is out there listening and is not familiar with the basics of Hosea, Joel, could you give kind of a quick overview of what we're going to find there? Absolutely. Well, we are going to find um, some pretty rough stuff. (laughs) The the basic is, you know, she's selling it. I know, I know. I just want to prepare you (laughs) that we're going to see a prophet that God calls to give a word to people, but he's also calling him to act out that word in his mm-hmm. own life. And so um, he calls Hosea to marry a woman who would be unfaithful to him. And um, most people think that she went in reading the commentaries and stuff that she was not unfaithful to start, but she was unfaithful later. And Hosea went into their marriage knowing she would be because mm-hmm. God had told him. Yeah. And they have three kids, and they have names that all mean something, um, but they mean something outside of just what's happening in their immediate family. Mm-hmm. They are really their family is acting out what is happening with the family of God and God Himself. Mm-hmm. So um, Hosea is called to go and and pay a price to get his wife back from where she is being unfaithful, um, and. He pays that price, and God not only says, hey, pay the price to get her back and redeem her, but love her. And so God is doing the same thing with Israel, and then we find out he's doing the same thing with us, that we are unfaithful people to God, but he is faithful to us and he sends Jesus to be the Hosea figure in our life Mm -hmm. to do it much better than Hosea did it Mm -hmm. and to pay a price for us for our unfaithfulness and not just to pay a price for us, but um, to love us. Mm -hmm. And so now uh, we're called to do the same thing. But Hosea is, that's like, Basically, the first three chapters, the rest of the book is a lot of judgment, uh, oracles of judgment. That is God saying, like, listen, I'm going to pursue you. Um, I'm going to be a gentleman with you, but I'm not a gentleman with your sin. Mm -hmm. And Katie talked about that a lot in her episode, if you want to go back and look at that. So um, God is both a God of justice and of love, and you'll see that both um, yeah. in in Hosea's uh, book. Yeah, it's hard for us to understand um, justice and love together. I think we're going to explore a lot of that this summer. Yeah. We're going to explore idolatry quite a bit. Yes. We're going to talk um, about some sort of sensitive, close to home type of topics. Yeah. Um, we're not wasting any time. We're going to get right in there and talk yeah. about those things. We really only have eight weeks together, and yeah. so um, 
yeah, we're going to spend some time just going where God goes. Yeah. Because he does carry themes, those themes throughout the whole book. And also, as we typically do, we're going to work through some of the Bible study tools that we Mm -hmm. use. And um, if you have taken a look at that online um, on our syllabus, and if you have any reservations about um, about joining us because it seems like it's too much or too hard, whatever, just want to remind you that the tools that we use are um, are just that they are tools. They're not a um, checklist that you need to do all of them or most of them, but they're just an invitation yeah. to go deeper um, with the Lord and with God's Word and to explore it. Yeah. So it is. Um, just we want to come to it with you with a spirit of invitation and excitement and expectance that like we can there's always more that we can do to learn and and see what God is trying to say and I think those tools are going to be especially helpful for us this this year because of the uh, style of the writing in Hosea um, because of the different um names and places and um, metaphors and connections that are coming from all different places in the history of God's people. So yeah, probably uh, this book more than any other we have done. It's been a challenge to um, get into the culture of that time and to understand what, because there are so many similes and metaphors in the book that it's hard to understand what Hosea was trying to say without being a part of that culture. So now they actually created a glossary for us for some of the places, some of the names that, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of going to meet you halfway on some of those things so that um, you're not as lost as we were. I'm going to be referring (laughs) to the glossary myself. That's really just like, it's more just for us. Natalie made it. And I, I just asked I Mindy to make look. it pretty so we could share it with you guys because yeah. that's something my brain needs is to be able to say, wait, what is the importance of this again? Yeah. What are we trying to say? What is Hosea trying to say there? Um, and then Kelly made a Spotify playlist, which you yes. will be able to look up at by the time s- summer study begins. I and think, that, yeah, June June 1st, I yeah. think we're releasing that, that yeah. playlist. So go to um, the Dayton Women in the Words Spotify and you'll find that playlist there. And that mm-hmm. is just to help you be uh, worshipful and, um, you know, help your study time, time at home to be able to focus on yeah. the Lord as well. Yeah, those songs, uh, we're, we're picking those intentionally to yeah. highlight God's love, um, his pursuit of us specifically that, um, you know, all of those themes that we find in Hosea, we've we've picked songs specifically to to keep our minds focused there mm-hmm. to those specific aspects of God's character, so that we can continue to renew our minds even in in the music that we're listening to, and right. really just immerse ourselves in this topic, yeah, um, this picture of God um, in all areas, not just in our our time with the Lord. So right. just to drive those ideas home and and sometimes you know music speaks deeper to us and connects things that we have read in God's word and we go like oh Yes, what it means. Um, So, yeah. And we're just keenly aware that there are women coming to our study that might have been, uh, might have encountered the Bible a lot before. Um, But one of the themes in Hosea is that you can know of God, you can know his word even without knowing him Mm -hmm. and having a relationship with him. 
And so that is our prayer that people that come to Hosea would not just be coming to, to know more knowledge, but to be growing in the knowledge of God that, that, that connects them, um, that relationship, growing in their relationship with the Lord throughout. So all these things we are are doing is really, we we have that prayer behind it, that we would not just be women coming to Bible study because that's the good thing to do. And we want to know the most Bible. We want to know the God of the Bible. I want to speak specifically to any woman right now who feels hurt or burned or broken by the Lord, who feels mm-hmm. like the Lord did not deliver on something, that the Lord left you alone, that the Lord didn't show up for you, Hosea calls us to return to the Lord, mm-hmm. that he broke us, that he might heal us, that he wounded us and he would bind us mm-hmm. up. So um, this is the this is the God we're going to learn about. So if you mm-hmm. feel too broken to come to Bible study, come to Bible study. Yeah, yeah. If you feel like you are angry at God right now, come to Bible study. Right. If you feel like God has hurt you badly and you, you know, you don't want to talk to him, come to Bible study yeah. and just give it, give it a week, give it two weeks. Yeah. Just come and see what he might have for you. Right. This word is, is for us. He's a healing God, a yeah. loving God who wants us to return to him and he doesn't rely on our coming Hmm. he calls us to come but he's also just going to come after us whether we (laughs) come or not he's coming for us given us he's so patient he's given us so many opportunities and this is another one opportunity that is showing his faithfulness and his pursuit of us so we are excited i ready to go so let's go um but open your word right now women of dayton and um we encourage you to don't wait. Um, start today and, and come to him today. He's the best counselor, um, the best father. He loves you. He does. And remember, yeah. we're no experts. We're not professional theologians. We're just women who love God's word and we want to talk about it. We are not perfect. Um, so from that, <laughs> from that perspective, just know that we are right there with you learning what God has in this book for us to learn and that we are all sisters doing this together and being transformed together i think that's a wrap later gators (laughs) after a while crocodile (laughs) see you at hosea thank you for listening to the dayton women in the word podcast For more resources and encouragement about how to go deep in God's Word, visit us at DaytonWomenInTheWord.com on Instagram and Facebook. May you dwell richly in His Word today, sister. Thank you.